It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What would a draft haul look like if it included B. John Robinson in round one to the Dallas Cowboys? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked, 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 locked On. Locked On. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. Uh, Landon, how's it going today, sir? It's going well. Uh, we are, what, is it four weeks? I think it's all you tweet that. Or a month, or a month away. Uh, from one that. month away from the NFL draft, uh, NFL Christmas. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm certainly excited to talk about uh, doing some draft mock drafts. It's that time of year, right? Uh, and, and, you know, I think we should uh, we'll come up with some interesting scenarios to kind of go through these and kind of see exactly what we have in store for us coming. Yeah. Up in the month. Uh, so I saw today uh, from most sports books, B. John Robinson is favored to go mm. to the Dallas Cowboys, which yeah. is very interesting. Uh, we both have our own thoughts on what that would look like for the Cowboys. But today we wanted to run through a mock draft simulation where. What would the draft look like for the Cowboys if they drafted Bijan Robinson at number 26? And hopefully, with the cooperation of our draft simulator here, uh, that's going to be possible. <laughs> we'll so, we'll we're see. using, yeah, we're going to use Pro Football Focus's uh, mock draft simulator, and we'll see if Bijan Robinson is available to the Cowboys and some of the other names. Let's go a little bit faster here. But uh, all the typical names coming off the board, and of course, Bijan Robinson. Is gone. So let's just go ahead and assume that he's available. We're gonna we're gonna call Bijan Jamar Gibbs in this uh, case. Okay. If Bijan were to fall to pick twenty six, is that a pick that you are comfortable making? Yeah, this is funny because you know you and I have I've actually not talked about this whole situation uh, on the show. I think. Um, you know, I definitely uh, prescribe to a lot of the kind of uh, metric idea of drafting running backs in the first round, and 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 there's obviously issues with, uh, uh you know, with a, a, a value aspect, especially drafting high in the first round. You know, as you start to move down towards the bottom half, I, I don't have that same. Um, uh, you know, aversion to drafting a running back in the back half of the first round, especially if you feel like he could give you uh solid play for the length of the contract all five years. Um, uh, but I also think that, you know, you are having the sacrifice and opportunity cost because ultimately you don't really want to su- sign a, a running back to a second contract. So 
I, 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 am, I think I'm okay with it, but I think you need to go into it with eyes open that you're losing the kind of opportunity cost that you normally get with your first round picks of getting a, 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 a superstar or a very good player for very cheap for a while. And that you're going to be paying a running back more than you probably would feel comfortable with yep. anyways. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, kind of potentially going into it, knowing that you're going to get five years of this guy. Yes. Now draft, you mentioned drafting a running back at four is so different than drafting a running back at 26, yeah. because when you're drafting at four, you're passing up elite players at more important positions. That's right, it, yeah. it, it's not even a question. Now, when you're at 26, it's a little bit easier to digest because the guys that are going to be available in that spot probably aren't going to be elite posi- players at elite positions. And the money is just a lot easier to digest. Yeah. Um, I, I saw a post, I believe it was from Over the Cap the other day, that if – if Bijan Robinson is drafted inside the top 10, he would be the second highest paid running back in the NFL today. Wow. You're losing all value, right? You're drafting yeah. somebody at the very top of their value. But if he were to fall to, let's say, 26, now that guy is getting paid like, I think the number is four and a half million a year. And now you're talking about him being paid out to the top 20 running backs. It's just, that's so much more easily to dig- easily digestible. Um, it just becomes, do you believe Bijan Robinson is the type of player that's worth drafting at 26 over yeah. players on our board right now? Kalijah Kansi, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Will McDonald, Josh Downs, Mozzie Smith, uh, Darnell Washington, Steve Avila. Like, in your mind, are you okay passing up those players for Bijan? Yeah, and, and and I guess that it, it it's a draft by draft sort of situation, I would say for me. Um, but I, I mean, I think there are scenarios where you know Bijan Robinson is a blinking light that you're avoiding simply because he's a running back, you know. And I think that's that's here's here's my my take generally about this uh, for teams is that you got to build in positional value into your draft grade. And then don't double count it negatively when we get to the point, right? Like you include, you 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 mark uh, uh, Bijan Robinson. It's it's just like a negative mark, honestly, against his value. And if even with that negative mark on his value of being a, a running back, he's the highest rated player on your board when when it comes. Well, let me kinda... let me ask you this: in this case, uh, Michael Mayer, the tight ends off the board, but both Dalton Kincaid and Darnell Washington are available. Would do you have higher grades on those two guys than Bijan? I don't think I. I mean, I, no, I don't have a higher grade as a player for Dalton Kincaid than than Bijan Robinson, and I don't know that tight end is as much better than running back as far as positional value. Would, drafting would you? I say, would you draft? Would you draft Darnell Washington over Bijan, or would you rather take Bijan's talent? I would. I would probably take Bijan, I think. Okay. Um, but I think it would be close, honestly. And and even with Dalton Kincaid, who I think, you know, has more value potentially because the receiving aspect, right? Uh, I think I, I think Bijan would be, uh, would be right there as well. I think my problem with Bijan Robinson, we'll get to this rest of the draft in a little bit. Is I just, 
I just don't view him as a player. I'm not talking about value and yeah. where he should be drafted. I just don't know if I view him as this generational too strong, but like this elite, elite running back prospect because I, I just saw too many games where they would play better competition like Alabama or TCU or Baylor from last year, and he got shut right down. And the argument I always hear, which is I think correct, well, the offensive line's not good. That's why Bijan didn't perform well. It's kind of the whole point of a running back, though, right? If, if you can get stifled against better teams because your offensive line isn't great, then why am I drafting you super high and calling you an elite prospect? That, that's, that's my only big question. Yeah, and I, but I think also that's, again, kind of cooked into what's already there, right? Sure. Like it's already cooked into the positional value argument. So don't double, don't double count that sure. necessarily. Sure. Uh, uh, but I think it's a tough, I think it's a tough call. Yeah. I, I just I view him more as the the Josh Jacobs type of prospect. Like mm-hmm. a guy that deserves to go in round one. Let's just be clear. I think he is definitely a round one player, but I'm just not sure he's the Adrian Peterson level of prospect. Or even like, you know, Darren McFadden or any of those type of guys. That's all. I think he's better than Darren McFadden. I think he's not Adrian Peterson. Um you know, is I he think better than Zeke as a prospect in your mind? No, but and that's as, a, as a prospect, have. right? Yeah, and, and that's that's the, the, the part that I'm dealing with because I, I actually think he's better than Leonard Fournette, but I also thought Leonard Fournette oh, yeah. was a region four. So it's just running backs, man. They're tough to figure out. He's a pretty – I would say – I would call him a rare talent. I mean he has a size profile with the, his ability to change direction and, and just make people miss – that's pretty rare. Like you just don't yeah. see guys move like that. So I would say he's not quite what what we would normally call generational, right? Like the Adrian Peterson. I'm trying to think of who else would be kind of fall. I mean, honestly, I I, I think generational to me is still Adrian Peterson. You that's, know, so that's the name that comes to mind for me. Yeah. Right? So I mean, he's the, he's the guy that like you feel like could have played NFL in high school. You know. So all right, let's see what the rest of the draft looks like now that we've secured. Gibbs slash Bijan Robinson at pick number 26. Uh, next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The tournament is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel gives its uh, customers a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything and anything from the money line, the point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net at the end of the tournament, all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon, we're here on uh, day two 
of the NFL draft. A lot of interesting <laughs> names available. Uh, I'll, I know I see your guy Tank Dell sit there, mm-hmm. but uh, here's the top receivers available: Tank Dell, Michael Wilson, At Perry, Rashi Rice, Jaden Reed, Marvin Mims, who we know the Cowboys like a little bit. Uh, we can run through tight ends. A lot of them came off the board, but you still have Tucker Craft, uh, Luke Schoonmaker. Offensive line. That's where it gets yep. a little bit tough. Um, Luke Whipple from Ohio State is your only option, really. Oh my available. god, Tip- Tipman got taken right before us. That's yes. terrible. Terrible yes. news. That's an actual pin throw. There. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Bergeron, Cody Mock, Blake Freeland. I-, I don't know if that's a spot where you want to be taking an offensive lineman. Let's go back to defense. Cornerback. We've got Julius Brents from Kansas State. Darius Rush. Uh, Eli Ricks, you're not going to be drafted in the second round. Sorry, buddy. No. But any other positions or players that are interesting to you? No, not. That's why I hate 58, man. It's a, it's a wasteland. I, I, to me, the, the names that are sticking out are uh, you know, maybe Benton. Uh, you, you scroll scroll up a little bit if you could. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, maybe been we we looked at uh, uh, obviously the, the name that's really sticking out is Tank Dell uh, ta- uh, just because we know that he's eligible for us to take now. Uh, that feels high to me. I'll be honest. Fifty eight still feels high for a five foot eight receiver. I also like Luke Weipler a little bit. Uh, I mean, I like him a lot, but I, I, I don't I don't like him as much as I liked uh, Tipman. But I think he's f- fine. Um, it's just not a great spot to draft. It's not a great yeah. spot, you know? And this is one of the reasons, though, why I am kind of against drafting a running back at 26 is if I can have Zach Charbonnet yeah, in see, the second round, let's just go back up for, for a second. Here's some of the players that were drafted after we took Bijan Robinson at 26. Kalijah Kansi, Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Wright, Osiris Torrance, Keely Ringo, uh, Mozzie Smith, Will McDonald, like – I would rather have any of those guys with Charbonnet rather than Bijan and then pick your player, Benton, Julius Brents. Anybody. Um, yeah, I mean I think and I think that's that's fair, you know, and, and honestly, I think trying to find a way out of fifty eight is another thing that I think the Cowboys should consider. I mean, we'll see how the draft actually plays out, but just based on everything that we've done, uh fifty eight has just been a nightmare. So Do you do you want to take our corner, Julius Brents now? I guess so. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't really see much else that's like terribly appealing. You can wait on run, wide receiver. It feels like because yep. even if you don't get Dell, you could probably get Michael Wilson if you wanted to. I mean, it's just not great. And this is it's one of my problems again with drafting a running back at twenty six is the sequencing. I don't know if it's going to line up for you, right? It just yeah. feels like this draft plays so much better if you get your tight end in round one. You get an edge rusher or in round one or something else because Russ's draft is not great. We're here at pick 90 and a lot of the same options. Uh, your guy, Michael Wilson, uh, still there. Kendra Miller, running back that we both liked a little bit. Tajay Spears, Deuce Vaughn. Anybody here that's appealing to you? Well, we, I mean, in this draft, we're not looking for running backs. So, but yeah, we already the, got one. The point is, is that yeah, that like there's tons available here in the third round if if you want to wait there. Um, I would say in this case we should probably 
go for uh, either Michael Wilson or we'll, we'll pull up the receivers. Yeah, the top see, receivers we'll uh, Michael about. Wilson, Parker Will, uh, Washington, Keyshawn Booty, uh, Jaden Reed, Trey Palmer. I mean, you just wish that guys like Kayshawn Booty and Jadon Reed had better draft processes that would make you feel yeah. more comfortable about what you saw, especially Kayshawn Booty, who's just – I mean, I don't even know well, why I mean, we're still talking thing. about him at this yeah. point. Um, you know, Trey Parker is another guy that a little bit further down that you like you know, down the road. But I don't – I mean, Wilson's probably the guy I would take because but I like him. Third but I don't round, love, though? I don't love taking him at 90. Yeah, like no. – but I, but what else is there? You know, like I think Carl Brooks is this kid, that kid from uh, Bur- uh, was it Bowling Green? I think. Green. Yep. He they list him as an edge, but I think he's more of a three technique. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you're looking for a, a pass rushing defensive tackle, he could be that. But I mean, you know, there's not like something that really gets your blood going at this, it, here it, either. It, and this is why, Landon, you and I have already advocated that we love the Cowboys to move up from fifty and use their third round pick just to, to go up as high as you can, because we don't love any of the options here, unless you're drafting a running back, because that's the running back is the only position here where I still feel like there's good value. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bigsby, Miller, Spears, Vaughn, Roshan Johnson, Dwayne McBride. Like there's a lot of talented running backs here, but you kind of feel like you're wiped out at every other position. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's it's it feels like the middle class of this off of this draft is very specific to a couple of positions, and if you're not drafting in that position group, uh, you, you know, you could be kind of really reaching uh, at some of these spots, especially in the the day two pick area. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead. You want to take a, a receiver here? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like I, I, Michael Wilson might be the best prospect here. Like that's that's what's kind of. Yeah, about it. You know, right, let's let's take Michael Wilson then. So so far, our draft is we've got Bijan Robinson with our first pick. Our second pick we didn't love, but it's Julius Prince. You're gambling on another long cornerback, and then in round three we take Michael Wilson, a guy who's missed a ton of time at wide receiver uh, over the last three or four years. Not great, but let's finish out the fourth and fifth rounds when we get back. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon, we're here to finish out rounds four and five, just to kind of see how it goes. Um, I I kind of think, for me, round four is where the Cowboys are going to be looking at drafting a quarterback. Uh, what are the other positions of need you could see them drafting? Well, I don't know if Kobe Turner really falls uh, the fourth round or not. If he does, the Cowboys should consider him because there is a need there. Defensive tackle, I think he fits what they want to do a little bit. Um, you know, he's kind of a, a, a OSA type player, mm-hmm. right? It's penetrating three technique type. 
Um, he's got some good athleticism with uh, with on him. He's uh, I think pretty sure he was on Bruce Feldman's freak list if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the idea of taking Kobe Turner and then seeing what's there in the fifth round. But I don't disagree with your overall premise that fourth and fifth round is where my quarterback antenna starts to stand up. Uh, if I don't find somebody that's like a kind of a blinking light for me in the fourth round, I'll usually pull the trigger on an uh, Aiden. Uh, I keep calling him Aiden. Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Quinn. But yes, Aiden O'Connell. Um, uh, and if not, then, you know, usually you take uh, someone that's fallen and then um, and then just wait to the fifth round. And by, by that time, you, you have a choice usually of between Clayton Toon, Hecker. Sometimes you get lucky and O'Connell will fall that far. Let, um, let's skip quarterback because let's say the Cowboys are feeling risky. They want to see if a quarterback falls them in the fifth round. What other positions are interesting to you? Like, do you think this is where they could look at a linebacker, you know, and potentially try to upgrade that spot? Uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly think – look, I mean, just the way that this draft fell, to me, I would take the defensive tackle just because he's there. Sure. But I do let's think – gen- yeah, but generally speaking, let's take him. But just kind of generally speaking through the pick, uh, I think line- this is a good spot for linebacker. This is a good spot for running back if you haven't gotten your running back well, yet. And we um, know that Dallas loves to draft linebackers on day yeah. three. So it that to me makes a lot of sense. You drafted two on day three last year, right? Uh, Devin Harper and Damone Clark. You drafted Jabril Cox in the year before that. Just seems like they, they feel like they can get some athletes there that could help out on special teams and maybe help more down the line. Yeah, and I think that, that that's you know right around – like I th- you were just tweeting about it on uh, on about how – off ball linebackers in the first round are, are, you know, high bust rate. And I think in general, you're getting the kind of right amount of risk versus reward in the fourth round with these linebackers. You're yep. usually getting pretty good athletes. They ha- usually have one aspect of their game that may not, that may not be complete, but you know, they're off ball linebackers. So there are definitely ways to kind of work around that. And, and even if they can't play defense right away as like a starter, you're going to get a good amount of usefulness simply yes. in special teams. All right, so we're here at pick 169, the last pick yeah. that we're going to do here. All the quarterbacks still available. Aiden wow. O'Connell, Stenson Bennett, Clayton Toome, Jaron Hall, uh, Max Duggan, if you like him. Uh, I kind of feel like this is going to be the sweet spot to draft a quarterback. I, I feel like this is where you'll start seeing the toolsy guys come off the board. Yeah, and, and listen, I mean, these, we're going to talk about two things here, what we think the Cowboys will do and what I would do or what you would do, right? If it's the Cowboys, I would say they probably draft an Aiden O'Connell, a Clayton Toon uh, in, in the fifth round, and, and that's their developmental guy. If you're asking me, I'm waiting until the sixth round, and I'm taking Dorian Thompson-Robinson, yeah, and I'm developing good. a toolsy guy who can do a little bit more than the rest of these guys. Uh, I'm a big fan of his game. I, I, I Listen – it's not just because I live in LA and I play, and I live very close to where they play football. Sure. I have, I have truly fallen in love with the UCLA offensive unit from last year. There was just yeah. four or five players on that team that I really loved. But watching Dorian Thompson Robinson, he just you know, he has three years of worth of experience and has some athleticism. So he's just another guy that considered later on down the road. But Aiden O'Connell to me seems like the the kind of mixture of what the Cowboys like, good value at, at this point, right? It seems um, very much like the type of quarterback that Mike McCarthy likes to have sure. in his stable as a QB three that could potentially develop into a high end backup. But I listen, I agree with you. If DTR is going to be available in the fifth or sixth round, 
Like give me him all day because I think, I think he can also help you out in so many other ways during the week of practice, right? If you're going up against a Lamar Jackson style quarterback, he can help you prep for that. If you want somebody that uh, you're getting ready to play Jalen Hurts, he can help you work on some of the RPO stuff on top of still being a pretty good backup. So I, I I'm with you there, but I think, I still think Aiden O'Connell is the most likely quarterback yep, to end I up agree. being the Cowboys uh, backup here. So we just finished our five-round mock draft. Our forward, full results here coming up in a second. Remember, we took Bijan Robinson in round one, not Gibbs. Just ignore that. <laughs> Julius Brents in round two. Michael Wilson, wide receiver from Stanford, Stanford in round three. Kobe Turner in round four. And then Aiden O'Connell in round five. What are your thoughts, Landon? Well, you know, it, it's it's not quite the haul that you you would have expected. There are some good names here, um, but you you definitely feel like your second and third round picks were guys that you would love to get around later. You know yeah. that you would love to get a steal. You'd love to steal Brents at ninety and then steal Wilson at one twenty nine. You know, 100%. as opposed to you know reaching slightly for both at the two spots. But I, I like the names. I mean, I like Robinson and, and, and you know, obviously Brince is a guy that we enjoyed. Wilson, I think, is going to be the kind of uh, wide receiver that is going to be a, a valuable piece of the room because he does all the thing, the rest of the things that you want a wide receiver to do. I think Kobe Turner is a guy that even as a fourth-round pick can come in and give you some help right away as a, in the pass rush. And O'Connell would be a guy that that you know is would be the third quarterback I imagine to start things out and then slowly make his way to the backup uh, as the season went on. So it's a good haul. Um, it's just it's not it, it's probably a, a a player or two shorter than where you would want to be, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, there's some value questions really at the top three picks. I mean, you can say what you want about Robinson, but yeah. Uh, you know, there's going to be some questions about taking a, a running back at 26. It feels like a very realistic call if you do decide to draft a running back yeah. at 26, right? Because yeah. you're just not going to get value at tight end, which is a position of need, regardless of what you think of Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot. Those guys probably aren't going to fall to 58. There's probably not going to be a receiver available there that you absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And I got to believe, you know, the top probably three interior offensive linemen are all going to be off the board. A lot of your top corners. So if the Cowboys decide to go with a running back at 26, I think this is the type of draft that you could expect. And and we got to say, I mean, just because it's worth pointing out is the opportunity to draft an offensive interior offensive lineman. And, and look, we maybe could have taken someone like Zavala uh, in the from, fifth, fourth round or something like that. Yep. Um, but the fact that we weren't able to get an interior offensive lineman means that if we got out of the draft of this hall, there probably would be some scrambling to be done. I mean, I think they would say that Chuma Adoba would be their kind of starting left guard at this point. But a little scary. Yeah, it's a little bit scary. So it's it's it, there are consequences to drafting, um, you know, a running back uh, that early that aren't just uh, involved in um, positional value and, and drafting. It's 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 we talked about opportunity cost loss, you know, with first round pick, you also lose the opportunity to tap into that running back value that you would get. Everyone gets the opportunity to at fourth and fifth round where you can get a starter at in the fourth round. And and that's the thing that I, you learn when you do these, it's just as much as you might love B. John Robinson at 26. Yeah. You love the fact that you can get 
a Tajay Spears at pick, you know, 129 and feel like, hey, I got a potential starting running back here in the fourth round. And I was able to add three other players to my defense, you know, with my first three picks. So, and I would add for the Cowboys specifically, I mean, like, let's say that you, you view that Ty, uh, that Ty J is like, you know, 80, 75% B. John Robinson, right? You already also have Pollard in the backfield. So, yep. like, e- even then, you've got a kind of a built in limiter at this point for your first round pick. Yeah. I mean, the more it's, it, it, I think that that's the thing, right? Is that I don't necessarily have a overall uh, uh, problem with drafting Bijan Robinson there as a philosophy, but the specifics of the situation, including the run, the current running back room, the availability and the, the depth of the draft and the opportunity, like I said, the opportunity cost of being able to draft a starter level player all the way down in the fourth or fifth round. Uh, those are all things that kind of add up to uh, a not quite as appetizing uh, uh, choice of, of drafting uh, Bijan or or Gibbs in the first. Or Gibbs, round. yep. Yeah. All right. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Scouting Show with the draft dudes from free agency to the draft, salary cap management, and more. Join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Go check out our podcast on YouTube. You can see the full simulator uh, up there. Really, really easy to to see. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow as we answer your Twitter questions. Have a fantastic day, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.